Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is uh, Kevin at Podcast for Me. A podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K Dog Dizzy Dog. And we're going to get into some pod. All right. What's new with me? Well, I wear glasses now. That's a thing. For like weeks now, my eyes have been hurting. I just assumed it was because I was playing too many video games or staying up too late or what have you. And probably it was. But the strain on my eyes was just crazy. It was like a button switched and uh, everything got blurry. And it was hard for me to see things. And um, man, it's just the pain in my eyes was so excruciating. The only time it would go away is if I slept for a long period of time. And the pain would come back within a couple hours or something like that. Because I'm using my eyes. So I decided, you know what? I'm just going to get these. Uh, I'm going to go see if I need glasses. So I went to, a, I guess, a vision place. Where they had a cool deal. Where they'll do an eye check on an eye exam. And then give you glasses. And that's what they did. And I needed glasses. And uh, it's amazing. Because the prescription for the eyeglasses aren't that like crazy. But, um, they're more, uh, I don't know. It's once they come, it's like I'm watching something on TV at 480i interlace or 320p, you know, back in the day kind of TV. And then all of a sudden 4k video, same movie, just different time. You know what? I think I've already talked about this. I just now in retrospect, but hey, I'm just telling you, I got glasses. And I got this Fu Manchu look, too. So I think I'm going to change my logo instead of podcast for me. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to have that and have my face, you know, like a, like a, like a thinker of some sort. Because that's what I look, I look old. That's how I feel. That aside, how's life? Kid's sick. Ear hurts. Just got him some antibiotics. Uh, he's a tough kid. You know I mean, he's, he plays it off like he's not in pain that much because he doesn't bitch that much. It's cool, man. My kid's like becoming tough. I like that. You know, I always thought he was just going to grow weak, you know, because I let the mom, you know, just do whatever. But, uh, and every time I always come down on him for being like weak sauce, you know, I feel a little shitty about it, you know. Maybe I'm, I'm too hard on him, so I try to back off as much as I can. But he's just a tough kid now. He's just like hurting and shit. Then finally he's like, you know what? I'm hurting. I'm like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I got him antibiotics and shit. And he was crying today. He's like, ah, it hurts. He'll get over it. I don't remember ever having antibiotics for ear infection. In fact, I didn't have antibiotics until I grew up. You know, I was sick so many times. Like, on death's door bed door bell fuck i forgot yeah uh well i'm gonna try to shit out this podcast it's kind of hard though i feel kind of spacey i don't feel like i'm point enough maybe i need some caffeine hmm hmm you know what that's a great idea thought i had some mountain dew apparently i didn't <sighs> uh, ugh. Well, anyways, that's my train of thought. Wife's doing a bunch of work. She's working today. It's a Saturday, so she's been doing that a lot lately. Working. It sucks. 
she's not designed for it i don't think her working creates a sadness within her and it sucks i think but I mean, she does a lot of it so she's got the motivation to do whatever she wants but she's funneling it into this thing she doesn't want to do uh, she was meant to be rich and be an artist you could tell but that's how life is, man. You get kind of sucked up into this position because, you know, you want your kid to have a good life. But you're not leading a real happy life, you know. That's how I feel. It's not real happy when you're working, when you don't want to work, you know. And that's everybody, but the goal is to work in something you do like. And if you, well, which I do. I don't think she likes what she does. Anyways, let's get into this uh, pod. Let's do some news. News. Gotta use some news. Gotta read some news. News, 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 news. Why am I out of breath? I'm so out of breath right now. <sighs> mm. It's all that drinking. Alright, here we go. Children were told to build the wall at White House Halloween party. So, they had a party at the White House. They, uh... They had this, you know how they decorate doors and shit, you know, at certain parties? Well, she had, uh, what the White House had this thing where it's all the themes of what the White House is all about right now because it's Trump. So they got build the walls, all the kids from the families of the administration uh, put on on these little brick-like papers, you know, like hopes and dreams and what to do. And and it looks like if if you can't see the writing, and the way they posted it, they posted it like a wall. And that's because one of Trump's many things is build a wall. And of course, people are super offended by this. How dare he build a wall? I don't understand why people are so angry about this whole thing. I think the I think the more you fight this whole mentality of him and his wall and building and such like that, the more you make it more popular than it is. They've been building walls forever, you know. And for some reason, we got hung up on building a wall towards Mexico. And I guess maybe that will work. I don't know. I don't see the futility in it. But, um... It's kind of a weird thing that people get mad about it. So are you wanting open borders? If you if, if I, I think that if you if you have a stance on something, you should really just illuminate it. And then the, the problem is when you do that, when you talk vague, you you can get away with a lot. But if you actually hammer down what you're saying, it gets kind of weird. And that's why most people who are against the wall don't really say clearly what they want. If you're against the wall, then that means you are for open borders, right? Oh, well, I don't want open borders. I want I don't want that wall. Why? Why don't you want a wall? Because it won't work. Why? What are your statistics? Because then now you're actually having a conversation. You don't want to build this wall because you hate Trump. But separate the man from the idea. He wants to build some stupid fucking wall across... And I don't even think he really gives a shit about it. This is something to do. But to say he builds a wall, right, between America and Mexico, right? And you can only enter in these legal port of entries. 
That's what it's supposed to be. Say the wall wasn't there. It's supposed to be you're going into these legal port of entries. If you, if in a perfect world you didn't have the wall and people did that, so what's the problem? Well, I want people to go through illegal parts of the country. I, I mean, like, what do you want? You want open borders then? So you don't want open borders and you don't want a wall, then what do you do? You know, like, I, I really do think the people who are against this fucking wall really don't have an understanding of what they want, you know? And, like, let me make it clear. I don't believe there should be a wall. I don't believe there should be a border. I'm like, you know, John Lennon in that way, you know? Imagine if there was no walls or anything like that, you know? Just let people come across. Who gives a shit? We have laws in place. If they do shit, it's bad. If they try to apply for some kind of Medicare or something like that, they got to be a U.S. citizen, you know? I mean, like, there's things in place... And yeah, there are people who lie and do bad things, but that's illegal. I mean, you're just trading one illegal thing for another. I think getting hung up on them coming across illegally is really confusing people because it really doesn't matter. I mean, we got laws in place to protect everything, you know? Yeah, but the murderers will come across. Well, the fucking murderers are here now. You got more murder. What, do you, what percentage are you really trying to stop? You know, you have, what, 30% of uh, criminals in a prison that are illegal immigrants probably, right? Maybe. Who knows? And that's the other 70% are here. I think, if anything, we should focus on that other 70%. And wall or no wall, I, I don't know. I just don't believe in this whole border nonsense. I, I mean, it's stupid, but I, that's how I think, you know. I mean, okay, so if you're for, for open borders, be open borders and just say that. If you're down for this fucking wall and you want it to only be like another deterrent for illegal immigrants, then say that, you know. But that's not really a hard thing to emphasize. I think people have blurred the lines between illegal immigrant and immigrant. You know, are you for immigration? Yes, I'm pretty sure Republicans are as well. Are you for illegal immigration? For some reason, I feel like Democrats are for that. They just don't want to say it. They can, legal immigrants can't vote, so what does it matter? I think you get lost in the weeds when you start talking about this fucking wall. Let's see if you have any funny comments. Did they dig under or climb over the Colorado section? But teaching children in school to support lawbreakers is all okay. Huh. Alright, here we go. This is news, and the reason why I'm, I'm talking about this news is because it's stupid. And I know what they're trying to do. So Haley Baldwin defends Norman. Now this chick is married to Justin Bieber and I think the daughter of Alec Baldwin. I'm not too sure, but she's she actually is a nobody. So... She goes, Haley Baldwin defends Normandy after racist critic says she shouldn't have dressed up as Cher. So I don't even know who the fuck this lady is. And uh, Haley Baldwin, who gives a fuck? You know, these are two I don't give a fuck things. So Normandy is a singer. And uh, she's a black singer. And uh, she dressed up as Cher. Kinda. So she's a naked, butterfly-looking lady. And she has this long, silvery hair and um, covering her naked parts. 
And it's supposed to be like an homage to Cher. But it's like uh, the Motivation Singer. Wild fans this Thursday. So it's a Halloween costume. And um, so I guess she's Cher, but she's black. So this one troll comes out of nowhere and says on the Instagram, so it's a social media thing, I don't think this is right. Oh, wait, this is the right costume for a black girl. Cher is white. And Cher was thin. Cher did not. And by the way, if you see this chick, she's thin too. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand what they're talking about. Uh, Cher did a lot. Did a lot. You not even. What? Cher, what? Cher was thin. Cher did a lot. You not even close to her. You black people think you own everything. Not fair you could have done Beyonce or Rihanna or Janet, but no share. Share is white. Respect her. So this person's an idiot and a buffoon um, and uh, doesn't know grammar. So Justin Bieber's wife says, there is absolutely nothing wrong, comes to the defense, nothing wrong with Normandy dressing up with share for Halloween. What do you mean by the first sentence? She can do it because she wants to. She's doing much better than you. You're behind a computer complaining about a costume. Stop being racist and get out of her page if you don't like it. It's 2019 and you're still supporting the garbage of Trump. Huh? What? What are you talking about? Why did it say Trump? It didn't say Trump at all. Why would she say that? Well, anyways, so a nobody dresses up like Cher. I guess she's somebody who gives a fuck. No, seriously, nobody gives a fuck about this lady. So, <laughs> so she dresses up like Cher. Some fucking random person says some stupid thing about how a black lady can't dress up like a white lady. And then this other random fucking celebrity who just married another celebrity is... That's fucked up. So virtue signaling. And then links Trump into it. The only reason I bring this fucking news article up is the fact that this one is not news. And two, this is stupid. So it, what, what they're trying to, in a roundabout way in this news article, is try to be doing the thing where, okay, so what uh, was it? White people can't wear black outfits or anything like that because it's culture appropriation. So that's a thing. So white people are not allowed to dress up like anything else. If you dress up Chinese, you're fucking culturally appropriating. That's a thing. So on the other end of the spectrum, so white people being who they are, always got to hate. Some random white ladies like, this black lady can't dress up like a white lady because she's black. So it's kind of like the other side of the spectrum. Like white people can't dress up like Chinese people. Black people can't dress up like white people. What the fuck ever. This is a non-issue. And then so this random other celebrity who just married somebody came to the defense to virtue signal. Ah, you shouldn't do that. I think fucking Normandy could fucking help. doesn't give a fuck. None of you should give a fuck. This lady right here saying this shit is a troll. Nobody gave a shit when she started talking. No one. The only... <sighs> Alright, let's see how many followers she has. She has... 5 million followers. There are one. It's a lot. 
There's 1,383 comments. And you paid attention to the one. That's what you did. And then when you paid attention to the one, which was badly written, you showed how virtuous you were by saying, yeah, that you're racist. That's <laughs> normiste. That's funny. Yeah, people are just dumb. And then to make that a news article, they're trying to make something out of nothing. They're trying to make it so you can get like, oh yeah, black people are racist. You know, because white people can't do it, so why could black people do it? I mean, there's an argument for that, you know. I think it's both stupid. If you want to dress up like Michael Jackson, you should be able to. And if you want to dress up like Cher, you should be able to. You shouldn't have to stay in your own lane, which is a weird thing. It is true, though, white people have to stay in their lane now. They can't just venture out and be Chinese if they wanted to. <laughs> All right, hedge fund billionaire fires back at Warren. Your vilification of the rich is misguided. So there's this rich dude. Uh, he is named Leon Cooperman. It's kind of funny. I was thinking of... Uh, of Cooperman from uh, Mad Men. It's kind of weird that his name's that. That's what he kind of looks like to me, too. All right. So, in the news and nowadays, Elizabeth Warren, also known as Hillary 2.0, is trying to become the Democratic primary. And so she's started attacking rich people. Like, basically... <sighs> What uh, some politicians do, especially the nefarious ones, they try to pick out a section of people and turn them into the bad guys. Hitler picked Jews. Trump picked the Mexicans. You know, Bush picked terrorists. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth Warren's picking on the rich. And uh, who gives a fuck? Honestly, dude, she's attacking billionaires. I, for one, I don't care. What she's doing is stupid. You know, oh, we're going to get these billionaires. What the fuck ever. You are probably going to be owned by one. And um, she's been attacking them. So this guy, uh, Leon Cooperman, sent a five-page letter complaining that she doesn't know anything about billionaires or him in particular. Um, dude, Cooperman, you got $3 billion, dude. You give a shit about this lady's uh, thing? That's just because, uh, really, the only reason I brought this story up is really the ego of some people. I mean, you have to have, fundamentally, the hugest ego on the face of the fucking planet to even care that you're going to be taxed. Or, not taxed, or that someone's talking shit about you. You have $3 billion, dude. $3 billion. Can you imagine having $3 billion? I don't think you can. I think you think you can, but you can't. You can unknow, You can never know that number unless you're at that number. I mean, that's like, what? That's 100? That's, that's, how do I, how do I explain $3 billion? That's a lot of millions. A million times. <laughs> Is it like, uh, was it 100 million times 1,000? Three times? I mean, that's a lot of money. If you were to put that into time, say, like a dollar is a minute, 
And, uh, yeah, if, if it was in minutes, that'd be 3 billion minutes. I can't imagine that scope of time. 3 billion minutes? You know, like, Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money. And what do you give a shit? You don't even fucking drive anymore, guy. You probably take helicopters and planes everywhere. You're like a being that shouldn't exist because you're so rich, you know? And you just, like the, the thing about America is when you're rich, it's easier to be richer. I mean, look at Trump. Trump was already rich, and then he became richer, you know? And he was he failed at it quite a bit. Like, how do you measure failure when you just keep going up, you know? You, f you lose 100 here, gain 100 here, you still have buildings, you know? They did an account of what Trump's got, and it's just crazy how much he's lost. But he's still rich. That's how rich this guy is, man. He's $3 billion rich. I mean, he could just keep losing money and still be rich. You know, I, and then like, so Elizabeth Warren's talking about taxing him. It's not going to make him poor. It's not going to make him like less rich. He still will be above everybody else. Now you're, you're, wait, are you mad about your ego? Like you're, you're a villain? Who gives a fuck? Why would you care? You're banging away on Epstein Island, you know, you didn't really give a shit then. <laughs> you probably did fuck a bunch of kids. I mean, you're that rich. I don't know. That's all I brought that up is because this guy getting mad about fucking uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren coming for her money. She's not going to do anything. All right, I wanted to bring this up because it's the funny headline. To shake up Trump, Kim Jong-un gets all mystical, then launches missiles. And they got a picture of him on a horse and nuclear missiles everywhere. That shit is funny. Uh, I don't really care about the news article per se. It's just basically, they took a bunch of pictures of Kim Jong-un, I don't know why, in the forest and in the mountains riding a horse and shit like that. And uh, then he launches a missile for testing. Who cares? <laughs> but I thought that I thought the the pit the picture's funny. It's just him on a horse. It's all magical. He gets all mystical, then launches a missile. The Daily Beast. Congressman opens up about terrifying fallout of nude photo leaked and a fair allegation. But why is she not hiding? So this lady, um, Katie Hill, she uh, she's 32, and um, apparently she was fucking one of her uh, staff members, another chick. And um, somehow somebody leaked the image, I don't know why, but somebody leaked the in the image of her on their phone. I guess she said sent nude photos to her, the, the, the chick that she's banging, you know? And... <laughs> and uh, Somehow somebody hacked it and got it and it was revealed. So she has to resign because it goes against the code of ethics. Because she, I guess she's married. And so she cheated on her husband to get with this guy, this lady. And then she turns it around and be like, they attacked LGBTQ community. And, you know, someone's always trying to push women down. She became a victim, like super victim. She is a victim though if you think about it because somebody took her fucking data and put it out there it's probably the husband really i mean so you get cheated on 
by your wife and she's fucking some chick. That's a fucking crazy thing. I mean, like, when I think about it, how crazy that is. So, first, she's cheating on her husband as a political person. All right, I, I bet that happens a lot. And it's a female. Like, I could see guys cheating, but it's just crazy when when chicks cheat, you know? And then she's cheating with another girl. Ha <laughs> ha. And this shit's so savage, she's taking pictures of herself in, like, I guess, nude pics and sending it to her. Like, I, I, this is just alien to me because I really don't think women think that way. I think they think they should do something like that, but I don't, I really don't think in the heart of their hearts, they're like, I need to take pictures of myself nude-like and send it to my girlfriend or the person I'm banging. And like, cause there's no testosterone there. So it's not like a, uh, a genetic thing. I need, you would need to force yourself to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I get guys. Guys fuck all day, every day. If they could. I mean, they, they have this testosterone in them. They want to just fucking get that cum out of them. But women don't got that. They don't have any of that. They It's it's all power in the end, I feel. Me personally. I don't know. I'm not a woman. But I can't see myself. Like, I'm a guy. I'm not taking a picture of my dick and sending it to. I mean, that's a thing. But that's like a creep, though. Most of my friends would, like... You know, we talk about fucking all day, every day, but we're not going to be like, let's take pictures of ourselves and send it to our wives or whatever the fuck. I mean, that's just not a thing to do, you know? And she's, what, 32? So she's around my age, kind of. I mean, like, why would you do that? Why would you send people your thing? I mean, there's a lot of bad going on here, you know? I mean, whoever hacked, could have been the, the husband, I would say. Probably hired somebody. Leaked that shit out. Or her opponents. But I can't believe that took her out. You know, and her fucking man, what the fuck, man? She's like, that's so savage. You know, just getting with another girl. Like, for one thing, wait a minute. Okay, I didn't read this part. <laughs> so <laughs> she, God, man, who is her husband? So, <laughs> so. <laughs> It, it caught me off guard okay so I'm re i was reading it just casually as i was i thought I, I read like a couple articles but i didn't read this one uh that i pulled up she had so i guess this is how it went down she had a three-way so it was her a female lady that was on her staff and her husband they all they all started fucking so it was a three-way thing huh wow that just blows me away like that's not something like at 30 shit man isn't sex enough like i love me some sex but is it an isn't it enough like you have to have like a three-way jesus like i can't imagine my wife coming at me like like i mean I, i'm a dude i'm a dude i get it man i like fucking but i don't know there's something uncomfortable about you know, I guess it's not my thing. Maybe that's just a thing, you know. Like, I don't know anyone who's all into three ways, though. And this is something I think a dude would propose, not a girl, you know. Or maybe that was the, the 4D chess she was doing. She was like, you know what? You know what would be great is if I brought another girl in the relationship. And the husband's like, yeah, that'd be fucking cool. 
But if my wife ever proposed that, I'd be like, we're, we're divorcing. We can't be in. We can't be together. This is just weird. I don't like the idea that you just propose that. And I would never propose. Hey, yeah, I need to bring another dude into this. You know, like that's just grosses me out. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I don't know. I just think that's nasty. You know, like when I was young, yeah, man, let's do this. Let's get with two chicks. Yeah, yeah, totally. But you're like married and shit. I wonder if they have children. How do you get to that fucking level? Like, oh, let's bring in third person. I mean, fuck, dude. Is it one enough? Isn't it? way more complicated like being with a woman is a complicated fucking affair just jesus christ as a dude with a woman it is a lot of work you know it is a lot of work you know there's all these little things and yet you, you got to consider you know and then you want to bring another one in jesus christ so they had a three-way that's probably how they just kept on getting it on i just don't understand the savageness of just taking photos of yourself and sending it especially if you're like uh, Republican Hill suggested her husband uh, filed for divorce in July. Ham, yeah, she she's guessing. Help desk for Hill. Revenge porn it turns into a revenge. so she's a victim. She's playing the victim card hard. I guess it's, I mean that's Democrat one one. Be a victim and added some Trump. She linked herself to Trump somehow. I don't know how Trump is part of your fucking some other chick. I just don't understand how you could get so savage like that. Fucking some other chick. I guess you're cheating. I don't even know at that point. Sending her photos. How does that even work? I really got to talk to a lesbian. I really got to talk to these fucking chicks, man. And see what's going through their head. Because sometimes I just think that... Women getting savage like that, just owning each other like in that way, isn't like... Because you're like eating like pussy, you know? And that's an intense thing. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're just fingering each other. I just... I don't know, man. That's just... uh so alien like when guys are fucking each other i could see that i could not like i, I fantasize about it but i i mean i could i could see the lust in that because guys really want to come that's a big thing you know and when women like it, it always felt like yes they like sex and they like coming that's a thing but not like guys. <laughs> like It's not like <laughs> from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep. It's an afterthought, if anything. Kind of like, I can go to Hawaii. I just don't want to live there kind of thing, you know? I just, ugh. Like, taking pictures, man. It's so savage. It's got to be a, a thing you convince yourself to do. Kind of like, I like anal. You know, that kind of thing. You know? All right, let's move on. Let's move on from fucking house munching, box munching here. China thinks a nuclear submarine can sink half of an aircraft carrier battle group. Yes, yes it can, and more. I only brought up this article because I was in a submarine. Fuck yeah. Submarines can fucking sink a shit ton of things. Duh. So, I had this kind of a war games kind of thing. And, um, see, this is a lot of misleading shit. You had a battle group. In a battle group, you have aircraft carriers, destroyers, submarines. 
and the French there was a French submarine, so they had a um, a kind of a war game kind of thing. And a French submarine was able to fucking take out half the fucking group. But that's gonna happen when you have submarines into it. You're not mentioning what our submarines were doing too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure our submarines were fucking shit up too. But I guess apparently Chinese got a hold of that battle data. And you're like, man, submarines can fuck up a lot of shit. Duh. I mean, just fucking duh. <laughs> yeah. Hoorah, submarines. Yeah, I remember when we did war games in submarine, we just ended up owning a bunch of other uh, ships. It's always like a, a bat, our battle group versus like two other countries. And it, we would always win. That's how that worked out. I don't know if that's a secret. I don't know why that would be a secret. It should just be instantaneous. Yeah, of course they, they're they going to win. A fucking course. What is this? Still processing? Ready to click save to repost this track. I got I to gotta do something real quick. I was uploading a podcast and it got all weird on me. Whatever. Worked. Let's see here. What do we got here? What do we got? What's the next news story? Pelosi uncorks impeachment probe with a few answers and high risks. I only brought this up because... So they're trying to impeach Trump. Here's my prediction for that. I just wanted to bring this shit out. So they voted to do this. They didn't have to vote to impeach... Not even impeach him. To to have an impeach inquiry. Then there's, a, I guess there's a... A court hearing and then you impeach him if you have to so that's i mean those are the steps so the democrats are doing this fucking weird thing where they're trying to impeach trump but really it's just to discredit him so that in the attempt that the people who voted for him won't, won't want to vote for him which that's not going to work you know, I say that a lot on the Facebook, but people, they, they take it as, a, you're a Trump supporter. I'm like, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm just telling you, you waste your fucking time. If you just focus on Yang or uh, Tulsi Gabbard, you'll have a better chance of beating Trump. But instead, you guys are fucking peacocking over here, talking about shit that's not They're not going to impeach you. They're just not. This is not happening. Oh, this shit hits home. PG&E. And Southern California Edison have turned off power to minimize fires. Hasn't worked. What will? So in October of uh, in California, every year there's fires and shit. It's always because of electrical fucking shit and everything like that. So what happens is you have electrical wires running all through our infrastructure. And you have these, like because of the, the size of California, the size of the fucking world. The world's big. So a city or anything like that. You have trees along the brush. What happens is a like a leaf gets blown onto some electrical fucking thing or, or like cabling. Then it catches on fire. And so instead of cutting these bushes down to mitigate that, they just cut the power out. But there's still fires. Now I had to experience this firsthand where we didn't have any power. That kind of sucks. Only for a couple of days, but I'm a bit of a nerd. I need power, you know? I need to be able to play my video games. So if I don't get to play or watch TV, I get angry. And I hate that. And it sucks, man, where we're at with electricity. It's when they take your electricity out because of incompetence, because they don't want to cut the brush, which would be a, a tasking 
they just decide to cut the power instead. And there's still fires when they do that. So cutting power doesn't really help. But, um, so I have a service where I don't like it, you know, but there's nothing I could do. You can't live off grid. That's just the thing. So when ele electrical company are actually, they have a monopoly over you. They're like your Lord and masters. Like if they cut the power, they cut the power. If they charge you a bunch, they charge you a bunch. They could do whatever they want because you have no say in it. It's not like you could just stop using electricity or get different electricity. You know, PG&E, I want to go with GPQRS or whatever. You, you can't. You're stuck with the electrical company that you are. You can't go off-grid either. You couldn't get solar panels and batteries because there's legislation in place to stop you from that. It's just a, a weird thing that in this day and age... We've, we've let the electrical companies become t tyrannical because they have ultimate power. They can do whatever they want. Then there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. That's just the way it is. I don't know what to say about that, really. That's about it. You're not going to get off grid. The only thing you do is just use the power and pay them. That's it. You're, and you're, you're sold into slavery in that respect. <laughs> Unless you just don't use power. You can actually just have no power at all. That would suck, though. <laughs> oh, this is fucking crazy. I read this article. I was like, oh, my God. Texas woman says mother's gynecologist used his sperm to conceive her after submitting DNA to Ancestry.com. So. There's a gynecologist. That's a weird thing, a dude gynecologist. It should be against the law. <laughs> but um, there's this dude, right? And he, what he's doing is he's putting sperm. So when he does a pap, and what a pap is, they use this little device oh, in, inside of you, inside of a, a vagina. They put it into a vagine. And they open it up and they look at the walls and bullshit like that. So this guy would just inject sperm into that little area. And the woman doesn't know because they got this fucking thing put in their fucking vajay and that's it. And that sucks, man, that that's a thing that happened. And so he, he impregnated, the, re, the way she found out is she submitted her her DNA to Ancestry.com, which I think will turn into some malicious thing in the future. I mean, like, you know how Facebook has her data and they sell her data to you know terrorists or whatever the fuck i think ancestry.com is gonna take our dna and submit some do some hellacious shit and make fucking monkey babies or whatever clone you and fuck with your head anyways so she submits her shit right and then it comes back that she has all these siblings right and um turns out they were conceived the same way then they they tracked it down to this one gynecologist. That's fucked up, man. That's one of them crimes that you just get away with, you know. What do you do? You know, you're you're already born. You're you're a human being. What the fuck do you do? You know. <laughs> yeah. So watch out when you get a pap. If it's a dude, you might get some sperm in you. All right. Just that's a warning. All right. Here we go. The last one. Store clerk sentenced to 22 years for killing teen. Who stole a $2 beer. That part of information means nothing. If you're stealing something from a store, it isn't the job of the store clerk to shoot you dead. So the guy fucking 
stole from this Iranian guy or whatever. His name is uh, some, some hardcore name, Abu something. Oh Jesus, Ghazali. It's a, it's an intense name. Let's see if we can find it. Uh, Dorian Harris was the guy who stole the beer. Probably does it a lot. And the store clerks had enough of it. He's like, fuck you. So Anwar Ghazali, 30, 30 years old, Ghazali, or whatever, he goes and jumps over the counter, grabs his handgun, and shoots the fucking guy dead as he's running away. And now he's going to jail for that shit. People are trying to defend him. The, the store clerk. He should be able to protect his property. Uh, you shouldn't be able to kill anybody for anything like that. I mean, theft doesn't equal death. Even if he stole a hundred beers or a thousand dollars, he shouldn't be shot to death. Should call the cops. Now maybe he did call the cops a bunch of times. I don't know, man. Killing a person is pretty, pretty final, you know, over some beer. Ish. That's what that. Don't be a fucking meme. You know, store clerk kills person, you know, be a headline. Uh, but you know what? I read the comments, though. This shit's kind of funny. Uh, he got lost in the weeds, this uh, person. Give me a second. He was in danger. He chased a thief, tried to keep up. But since I have that perception... Kind of like me, dangers. Seventeen-year-old endangered himself and met the consequences. He didn't endanger anybody. The clerk should be free. This guy is a troll. This Sam dude's a troll. That's enough. That's enough to who was the criminal and who wasn't. The store clerk should walk free. Of course, statistically, and by far the largest amount of the store theft is committed by the store personnel. So, this guy, Franklin, now, now this is why I wanted to bring it up. So, the article is, dude shoots guy for fucking stealing beer. And then you got this troll saying something like, fuck, you should, you should kill that guy. You know, theft equals death, that kind of thing. And people are arguing back and forth over the... Uh, the morality of it all, right? So, okay, whatever on that. Then this guy, Franklin, says, of course, statistically, and by far the largest amount of the store theft is committed by store personnel. So basically, we're talking about murdering a person over beer. This guy is saying, well, <laughs> store people bought steal shit too. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? And you see a lot of these pieces of shit out there. Whatever on people for or against... I hate these people. So here you got a message or a headline and people are arguing plus or minus the shit. But then you get this fucking guy who says, oh yeah, store clerk steal too. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? With anything. that has nothing to do with the subject at hand. We're not arguing who steals more. We're arguing is it okay to kill someone for stealing. And you see this a lot. Like you could be something as simple as... Um, Trump's a bad guy, or and then uh, because he, I don't know, build the wall, right? And then you can argue for or against building this wall, and then this other person will say, "Well, walls are big, 
You know, like, okay, why? Some people build walls. <laughs> or some stupid shit like that. Nothing to do with the argument at all. You know? I hate people like that and the grammar police. You see this uh, headline, and you could say something like, the store clerk shouldn't have killed this person over beer because, you know, now that kid will never have a chance to to learn. And you spell learn wrong. And then the other person right below him will say... You spell learn wrong. And you just totally miss the understanding of what they're saying. Now, are they trolling? I don't think so. I think trolling would be to say, yeah, that guy deserved to die or some shit like that. But when you start trying to correct grammar and things like that, you're not really listening. You're just being a stupid person. And people do that in real life. They'll talk to you and they'll... um, they won't listen to what you said. You could say something like, you cheated on me with Bob. And it was fucked up that you did that. Why did you say fucked up? Because it was fucked up. But why would you use that word? Wait, wait, wait. What? You cheated on me. <laughs> well, that's what we're talking about. Not not the word fucked up, you know. And, and that's, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a Facebook thing. What can I say? I get deeper into that with car thoughts. Uh-oh, who's this guy? Mary Reader. Shit, are they going to cut our power? No, don't do that. I need power. All right, buddy. That's it for news. Let me uh, go into some riff section. Let me pause this. Car thoughts. Motherfucking car thoughts. In your face. Not the chest. Hey, everybody. Car thoughts. That's pretty graphic, right? But I'm driving really fast. Car thoughts are high octane. You fucking know this. If you don't know this and you're new to this, fuck you. No. <laughs> hey, uh, so I had some thoughts on my car. It's worth car thoughts. And I wanted to put them out there. Today, we're going to talk about millennials. Not really, but really. What year is this? 2019, we're in October. And um, I'm listening to this guy, Brian Blazer. He is a uh, writer, I guess. Uh, he made this book about him talking to other people face-to-face. Face-to-face. And um, it, it, it's quite an interesting uh, guy, you know. In the, the, the interview that I'm listening to on the Joe Rogan show, it's pretty cool. And um, it, you got this guy who some reason, because he had some learning disabilities, got in the habit of talking to people face-to-face and learning shit from them. I don't know why, I don't know how, for him to articulate that's pretty crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't know many people that's self-aware, that they're like, this is how I learn shit. You know, most people are usually grunts, or uh, say something as base as like, yeah, I learned by touching, or I learned by seeing. This motherfucker says he learns by talking to people face to face looking at their eyes see how they emote all that I thought that was pretty interesting I mean you, you can learn a lot from a person when you're looking at them as opposed to when you're calling there's always a thing in which you're calling somebody and then you don't really know the little nuances of their face or body language because you can tell when you're talking to somebody there's so much more information when you're there smell taste, no I'm joking, what are you doing tasting another person's face, but like, you're hearing what they're saying, you're looking at them, and you can under, 
well, I, I would hope one would be able to understand the context of what they're saying. That's a big thing in this world, you know, context is lost. And what does that mean? How about contrast? Does that work? You know, like, uh, there are things to what people were saying, you know, rather than just say, like, say, I like chocolate. And uh, you're just hearing that. Meanwhile, I'm saying that as I'm pouring chocolate on ants and eating that. And that's just fucking gross. And from your point of view, you just heard, I like chocolate. And uh, that's all you know. And you're like, oh, yeah, I like chocolate too. But you don't know what I'm doing. Because you're just pouring chocolate out of fucking shit. And eating shit with chocolate on it. And uh, because you're not there with me to perceive said action... You don't understand the context of what I'm talking about. But I mean, like, what I just did right there was just a in-your-face kind of um, reaction. You know, like a, a in-your-face kind of like, what the fuck I'm trying to The meat of what I'm talking about. But sometimes the context in, in general conversation gets lost. Someone could say something like, uh, I think you're a piece of shit. And then you could say, well, I didn't like you calling me a piece of shit. That's pretty fucked up. Oh, now you're insulting me because you said that's fucked up. Use the bad word. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what just happened? The context of this conversation was you called me a piece of shit. Now you're using bad words at me and using the tone. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Wait, you attacked me, you know? And that's lost. And then, you know what? When you, have a, when you get into a conversation like that, that's just the way it is. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. If one person does not see the reality of the conversation being had, then that's the way it is. And what can you do about it? You got two choices. You can accept it or get angry and fight back. Fighting back doesn't accomplish anything. There's nothing you could ever fucking say to change the mind of somebody who doesn't see a conversation for what it is or what they're doing. Constantly I'm working with people because I'm a, I'm a medical assistant. And uh, you, they don't understand what they're doing. You know, they're like, I'm sick. I've been sick for a while. I know what this is when I'm sick. And I'm like, what, what are your symptoms? My foot hurts. Oh, your foot hurts. I got it. Yeah, that means I have a cold. And you're just like, oh, okay. You don't know what you're talking about. You just figured out that when you uh, stubbed your toe, you just happened to be sick. And uh, you created uh, a parallel to these two things. You know, that once again, another base. Uh, comment kind of like to, to get to the meat of the matter a lot of people will be like I got the pneumonia they don't have pneumonia they got some kind of sinus infection or I got bronchitis and they got some kind of cold you know I need antibiotics they got some virus I have the flu they got some cold you know and we have tests for flu it's funny when you do when you do the test for flu and someone goes I obviously have flu flu for 20 days or whatever they probably had pneumonia. And that one time they probably did have flu and it turned into a pneumonia. Who knows? There's so many levels to this that um, people don't understand what they're talking about when they're talking. I mean, and that, that's grown adults. But, like, you can add that extra layer to the nuance of conversation. Like, uh, some people, they think they need to rise up and take over Trump and all that stuff because these are sitting president right now. Some people go, oh, the right, the Republicans are pieces of shit, and the Republicans are, the, the Democrats are pieces of shit. There's layers to this, you know. They don't realize that, you know, it's just a, a 
a thing in which, you know, right versus left, you know, and you just uh, formed a team. Therefore, your team needs to win at any means necessary. And then, because you're a human being, you have to intellectualize why you're right. And um, I think things have become more volatile because people have lost context. And I think the reason they lost context is because they don't know how to talk to each other anymore. People don't talk to each other anymore. And that's where I was getting at with this Ryan Blazer guy. He's talking about when you talk face to face with somebody, you can understand more of what they're talking about. I would call that nuance. There's more to a person talking than say them using their words. Do you see how they're using the words? The body language. They, if they're saying they're liking you while they're crossing their arms and stomping their foot, you know, in the context of they're mad because you crashed into their car or some shit like that. There's so much bits of information there that creates more of a conversation than than something written on a script. And what and what is the cause of all that, you know? I bet, like everything, there's nuance to it. You know, I don't think, um, like, millenn millennials grew up in this time. I think I'm a, I constituted a millennial because I'm within that time frame. Where the information age clicked on internet became a thing and as we got older we just stopped having conversations first it was uh person to person then it was person to phone and then it's phone to text and text to facebook and then facebook to you're not even having conversations with each other anymore you're just arguing because facebook is not what it used to be in the sense that think about the evolution of having a conversation before you'd have to go to a person when i was a kid we had to go to people and talk to them you know, we weren't allowed to use phones as much. Then you got phones, called each other and such, had conversations. The texting became a thing. You would text each other. So now, now you just, from my face to your face, talking, body language, all that, the, the fullest conversation you can have to just using the audible version of that, you know, you got your voice, the context of that, to texting, where there's no context. Context of who you think this person is to the words on a phone, and then Facebook is one step further from that. You would think, oh no, it's more because you have pictures and shit like that. No, that's a decision you made that you put onto social media. So I put a picture of me and my kid, and uh, meanwhile, I'm not even there. It's just that one, like, like say out of 24 hours, I only spent like one minute with him, and I took a picture put it on Facebook. I'm not saying that's what I did. I'm just saying that's what, that's just an example. So I'm like, uh, life's so great. Like, I have friends that do that. Life's so great. You see pictures of them happy in one place. In reality, they don't really do much. They just sit home all day. They're only in Hawaii that one time out of ten years or something like that. Or they're only in that cabin once a year. That's not really the who they are. That's something they do. You know? Like, look at we, what we do. We're lumberjacks. You know, cutting a tree that one time. So, like, and and, I, and social media itself too is a thing in which you, you're like, it's a facade. It's a fake version of yourself. You know, you're just like, hey, this is who I am. And then you, um, and then you have, and then if you do decide to converse on Facebook, ninety percent of the time it's mostly a shit post. I call it, where you're like, fuck this guy, fuck Trump, or Trump's the best, or um, I don't know, uh, climate change, or there's no such thing as climate change, or whatever, you know, 
That's all you're doing. You're just reacting to shit on, online. You're not even having a conversation. You're just reacting to shit. You know? And that and that's not even a good thing to react. It's like we're de-evolving. Because if you think about it, we were just animals. People like small villages, we just react to shit. Oh fuck it, it's a tiger. Ah oh, shit a bear. Ah oh, shit a wolf. We gotta kill this thing. You know? We gotta we gotta hunt. All the other tribes, they fucking they killed Nuba Nuba. We gotta go and kill them. You know, that kind of thing. Or they'll kill us all. Just reacting to shit. And then we, uh, then we kind of grew up as a civilization where we started, you know, having laws, government, start talking to one another, trying to really figure things out, philosophize, say, what is reality? Things like that. And then, then we, then we got to this internet phase, and the internet phase is thriving off of people's reaction, de-evolving them. No longer are you able to have a conversation with another person. It's really hard in the sense that you're not really getting to the who they are, the the actual person when you're com- conversing. You know, it's like sometimes like I'll have a conversation with an older person and you can get deeper meaning in that conversation as something as innocuous as uh, a plastic bag. Just passing by, this guy's talking about plastic bags and the tax, he's like, because they t- there's a tax on plastic bags now. And he was like, what do you think about this tax? I'm like, I don't think it really matters. I mean, it's just 10 cents. This ain't gonna stop me. And he goes, and then he starts talking about how, um, how did he put it? He goes, well, you know, it's defeating the reason that uh, they put that tax in place. And then I, I went back at him and I said, well, okay, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that we do that don't really accomplish anything. And then I listed a bunch of examples. And now we're in a full-blown conversation, you know. Um, most times that doesn't happen, you know. Most times I'm talking to a normal, like my age, 38. I'm 38. So, well, I'm going to be 38. I'm 37 now. But, like, you talk to another person of my age or younger, and the conversation is, how's that weather? Or not even that. They try to ignore each other, you know. And um, and if you're caught up in a conversation, it is it does feel a little underwhelming I don't know what to call it really it's like uh, my casual conversations with people is because I'm their patients I'm like so how'd you hurt your foot no I did this this and this and I go oh yeah that's that's pretty cool you know I mean like you were an MMA fighter right and then they laugh they're like oh that's my classic joke I always make everyone an MMA fighter even if you're 80 I'm like no oh, I just you know I just stripped in my heels I'm like oh yeah heels oh yeah and then I like link into like oh so you must have been going out so just casual conversation but it just seems like it's a little bit work with some people most people than others like they're like oh yeah I hurt my foot how'd you hurt your foot uh, I don't know they just want to shut the conversation down you know and I get it you know some people just don't want to talk you know they're in pain or whatever but that's with a lot of things, really. A lot of people just want to shut conversations over. They don't want to have conversations. That's just the thing. And, uh, like, you go out and about. And like, how's your day? Oh, my day's doing great. How's your day going? And then, like, uh, then they're like, uh, it's good. <laughs> they're, just, they're just saying shit just to say shit. They're not even knowing what they're saying. I remember um, there was this um, movie, No Country for Old Men. And uh, Harvey... Javier Bardum, I forgot his name, uh, the, the assassin, he's talking to this guy um, at a random 
uh, market, right? He's just buying some peanuts or some shit like that. And they're talking to each other, and that guy's not even present. He's not there. He's like, he's just been doing this job for so long or whatever. He's just not there. And Javier's character is annoyed by this. He's talking to this guy, and he's like, there's people living out there, and then there's you. You're not really living. You're just there. And uh, he decides upon him, because he's power tripping. He's like, I'm going to end this guy. But I'll give him a chance. You know, that guy so he tells him to flip a coin. And the other guy doesn't understand what's going on because he's not even present. He does now feel kind of fear because he's just with an apex predator. He kind of fear, feels this kind of fear that he doesn't understand. Because he's two things. One, he doesn't know who he is as a person. And two, he doesn't really know how... He doesn't understand people at all. He's just a, a tourist in life. You know? And uh, he's like... Well, why are we flipping a coin? Uh, and, and he goes, well, you know, it's, uh, you, if you win, you get everything. And he goes, what happens if I lose? Well, I mean, like, he doesn't understand the, the context of if you win everything, <laughs> what, what do you think losing is? You lose everything. You know, it's life. You know? I, I just thought that that little interaction was pretty cool. Not that, not to say that I'm going to go around and start flipping fucking coins and killing people. I'm just saying that a lot of people around here don't know how to conversate anymore because they just lost it. They just don't have a sense of community or anything like that. There is no sense of community. You know, back then you had to talk around to the people you were around. You're kind of forced to because you got nothing else, man. Better you just ignore people. But that's not how people work. They have to talk to other people. And um, seeing that they're not getting their, their, their talk on on social media or texting they just would talk to each other, you know, more of a conversation, you hear about them planes crashing, you know, or some shit like that, and then you could go on and elaborate and get to the deeper level of that person, you know, like, as you're having a casual conversation, you're actually learning about this person, and, um, realizing that they're human, because you were talking to them, you know, a lot of this stuff that I talk about is, um, sounds like gibberish when I think about it but these are just my thoughts I just think that when people talk to each other back then they really like uh, they, they created a new out contrast a, a way of understanding people you know because they understand the context of what they're saying like this guy's not a racist he just made a stupid joke or he made a joke that uh, was a little bit racy but I could tell he's not racist because obviously because he's talking to me and he's white and I'm black or oh, he's white and I'm brown or whatever the fuck you know like you could just get that you know if he was really racist then he wouldn't talk to me at all you know context because the interactions between one person to another person physically you, you're hearing them you're seeing them you're talking to them you understand where they are coming from and where they're going and that one little in interaction but you don't have that when you're texting meet me here let's go here do you like cheetos i like cheetos or something like that pick up groceries okay you know that's that's your the, the limits of your conversation you get on facebook i hate climate change i love climate change or this Greta Thunberg is uh, just a young kid, doesn't know what they're talking about. This Greta Thunberg is a young kid and knows everything. She should be allowed to vote. <laughs> Voting's a right, you know. Everyone should have it, even babies. 
You know, I mean, like, there's a lot of nuances there, and you're just making people are just on the Facebook just fucking yelling at each other and shit, just reacting to shit, but not really understanding context or anything like that. They see a sentence and they just react to it. They're like, oh, this guy obviously doesn't like Asian people because he said this, this sentence, or something like that. And uh, meanwhile, homeboy's like eating Asian food, you know? His hate is so strong that he will even eat Asian food. And that's what we have in this uh, this era of time of disenfranchised, discommunicated uh, communities. You know, like we're not a community anymore. We don't we don't want to unite under anything. We want to hate America. We don't have like I love America and I love this, I love that. We don't have like individual things that we can unite under. We just have Facebook, you know, or MySpace or Instagram or whatever the fuck Snapchat. You know, that's all you have nowadays. People just getting on these social media sites and just uh, reacting to whatever trivial thing is, that is happening. And the, the thing is that most things are trivial, but what makes it less trivial is if you have a deeper conversation about it as opposed to going back and forth on the Facebook, you know, like, hey, yeah, I really do think this. Here's this website that I linked to. And the other person, they ain't going to go to that goddamn website. They're fucking stupid. <laughs> like, like all because you have a point, like, Earth is flat, go to this website, it'll prove it. And then, like, I'm supposed to click on that to, to understand that. Or anything else, really. Um, say you, you're not about climate change. You're like, climate change is a hoax. No, it isn't. Look at this scientist. And then you link it. Is that person right there who said that going to go and click on that? No. Does, what, what was the point in you posting or uh, putting a website linking to what you're saying? You know, it's not like if I'm having a conversation with somebody in that, like an actual physical conversation, I'm like, see, I'm right, see? And then I go grab, say I'm I'm a fourth dimensional being. I just grab books from random places. Like, see, I got this book. Here, read it. See, it says right here, I'm going to open the book. Even if you had that book, you know. And I, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. Where people decided one day, you know, I got it. I, I figured it out. <laughs> when I'm on the Facebook and I have a, a point to make, I'm going to link a website. That's why memes kind of work. You have a picture with something clever on there, and it kind of illustrates your point. That's a new kind of evolution, whatever that is. And I think that's pretty cool, actually, if you think about it. But, but that gets lost, though, because people are like... Um, they just see the, the picture. They probably don't even get it. Half the fucking time, I don't even think people are getting it. I don't even think people are getting clever. I think people are now getting to a point where they're just finding things that are wrong in what you're saying rather than listening to what you're saying. That's the new type of conversation. And what birthed that? It's the, it's the Facebook and social media that birthed that. Because you're... you're you post something and they say something you didn't like and so what do you go and do you you find what's wrong with them because you have the internet and you you like see this is wrong and i get that that sometimes that's that works because if you say one plus one is two the other guy goes no it's three and then they post something and i guess they maybe they'll prove your point but the, the key to that is does it matter like does it does it really matter if the other person does understand or doesn't understand 
on the face. This isn't pertaining to Facebook. Like when you posted on Facebook, I hate climate change, and you fucking said something that's opposite. Are you really gonna change their mind? No, you're not. You're not gonna change their mind. And you create this uh, ability, this um, habit of you saying one thing, another person saying another, and you guys aren't going anywhere because you guys aren't gonna. You guys aren't going to prove each other wrong or right, you know? And then um, you get caught up in this habit of trying to prove each other wrong with with whatever. And you guys aren't really listening to each other. You're just like just putting out posts one after another trying to dispute. Well, that's wrong because of this. And you guys are going back and forth. And, you know, some debate's good, but if it doesn't have nuance and contrast or context or like extra stuff, then it doesn't doesn't work. But then you take that set of values on a millennial, and the the person who's just doing this whole Facebook thing, and they're only conversating through texts or emails or um, Facebook posts. They they've they've been been emboldened with this this sense of nobility that doesn't exist. Where I'm right because I posted this. I'm right because you said this word wrong. I'll see that all the time. You spelled there wrong. <laughs> Rather than listening to what they're saying at all, you know, or, or reading what they're saying, you know. So you take those set of values of of I'm right, you're wrong, ah, you're wrong because you said this word out of context, or you said this, you said this, which means that you're calling me stupid. Then you play victim cards too. That's another thing. You're saying this because you hate black people. You're saying this because of that, and then that's why I'm a victim, you know. Literally, you can say uh, to Sylvester Stallone, you garbage piece of shit, you like guns, so you're a piece of shit. And then Sylvester Stallone would try to defend himself. Why am I a piece of shit? I, I just want to protect my family with the guns. And I think it's mean of you to, to say that, you fuck. You know? What? You called me fuck? You piece of shit, garbage motherfucker called me fuck? But wait a minute. Who attacked who? So you attacked Sylvester Stallone and he got angry because he's human and because he said something you then turned into a victim. You're like, you garbage piece of how fucking dare you say fuck? I'm a woman, goddammit. You can't just call me you fuck, you piece of shit. It doesn't make sense. But that's where we are in Facebook land and social media. You can insult people with impunity, because the, what can what can they do? If they get out of line, if they say anything, well, fuck you. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He said, fuck you. Or say he gets mad because you attacked him. You said, hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're a motherfucking piece of shit. How dare you live? I hope you die. Then he said something like, fuck you, you piece of shit, asshole. Uh, poor person. Oh, he fucking hates poor people. Motherfucker. Now, this guy was just being him, and then you attacked him. And then out of out of anger, he caused you something that, of course, is inappropriate at the time. But left to his own devices, he probably wouldn't have said anything. That You get that person. You get that person who's constantly shitting on other people and waiting for waiting for you to slip up and then becoming the victim or... You're wrong. See how stupid you are? You used can't in the wrong... You used a double negative. Can't and no 
together, you fucking piece of shit. I got you. You're stupid. You know, that's where we are. You take that person who's done this on Facebook or text or whatever, and now they're having a conversation with you. And that's all you can see at that point. You're having a conversation with somebody who will literally insult you. Then, when you point it out and say, hey, you're insulting me. You see, you said this, this, this. What the fuck? Why the fuck did you do that? Oh, now you're being angry with the tone and da 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 And you're like, wait, what? Wait, what just happened? Now you're, you're, you're stuck in this weird loop because if, if you, if you emote, like have emotions to being attacked, you're the aggressor. That's, that's the way it is. Um, if you use any words out of context, that will then be used against you. So now instead of defending yourself from being attacked, you're actually just, uh, you're defending, you're defending your character as opposed to whatever topic it is. You're like, I'm not racist. Yeah, you are. And now you're mad because someone's calling you a racist. And then you, and you try to defend yourself. I'm not racist because this, this, this. Oh, now you got to qualify yourself. You think, you think you're not racist because you have black friends, huh? What the fuck is that? Now you get angry because you don't know how to conversate at this level because you're not, you're not used to people talking at you like this. What the fuck are you doing? Go in there. You can go in there. Go in there. There you go. Good. Well done. Fucking weird, man. People are so dumb in the drive. Anyways, instead of trying to defend the conversation in the sense that you were just now attacked being called a racist you're defending the character of who you are because you lost your shit or whatever you know I mean that happens all the time and um, and I I, I, I I call it the the birth of the millennial through the, the social media you know they it's a new kind of it's a new kind of thing you know it's unreal and it's I don't know I think I feel like it's undefeatable really it is you can Unless, and, and like, it's just a, it's like a nuclear bomb that everybody has. Because there's no winning this war. If somebody wants to call you a piece of shit, racist, sexist, bigot, um, incel, uh, a man, <laughs> they can call, people can call you violent. People can call, they can get away with anything, really. They can call you, like, you abuse children. And you're like, wait, what? I don't abuse children. Yeah, you do. You said this one word, and this child was around, so therefore you abuse children. You fuck. And then you're like, wait, wait, what? what? I don't abuse children. Fuck you. Oh, see? You just said fuck you. See? I got you. Checkmate, motherfucker. And I, wait, what the fuck? You're like, you, you said fuck you. I'm black, and you're white, so therefore you're racist. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not racist. And then you're just like, but, but I'm not racist. And you try to try to defend yourself and shit. And then like, it's just it. That's game over, dude. Like, no matter what you say, you're a racist. And if you start getting mad, then of course you're going to get frustrated. Because anything you say can use, be used against you in the court of law. Or, or in the court of public opinion. Or as you're talking. I mean, like, you get in these conversations where someone can just shit on you. And what can you do? What can you do? Nothing. The, you only have like two courses. One, let this shit happen. Let them attack you. Because the more you try to defend yourself, the more they're gonna, that you give them ammo to defeat you. 
you know you could defend yourself all you want but they're just gonna keep going and attacking you and saying shit to like to get you into deeper into the hole you know like uh oh yeah now you're using that tone with me and now you're yelling and then you just call me a racist you know of course i'm angry this could go on forever it's like what what are you you could accept this or you could do the same thing back and what does that accomplish now you're just attacking each other now you're both attacking each other trying to find who's more fucked up well you said this on this day well you said this on this day well you fucked my cousin or some shit like that well you did this you punched my leg or something like that i don't know i'm making up shit at this point but i'm trying to illustrate a, a point this leads to disaster, this way of thinking, this way of talking to people. And it all started with texting to social media. And because people have lost their way, and there's no real way to gather people back, to, to rail it back in, to make it so people can start talking to each other and actually understanding it. Like, I'm not the perfect human being. So when I'm saying you hurt my feelings or something, or you said this, which isn't true, and then you go off on like, well, you well, you said this, that you go into victim mentality, we can never have a conversation. And vice versa, if you tell me your feelings and say, hey, you called me a cunt or some shit like that, I'm like, well, that's because you said this, 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 we're not getting anywhere, we're just not. So I have one thing, to fix all of that if somebody says hey you said this to me and that was hurtful don't become a victim and say well because you said this 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 you should validate their feelings and then they call it a day take it as a loss now I, I could see that getting abused but in reality I mean you got two choices attack or defend if everyone's defending no one's attacking I mean that's the only way but if everyone's attacking, what, what, what do we have left? Disaster. War. War's not good. Peace is good. Try, try, try to love others. Try to validate other people's feelings. Well, you didn't do it first. Well, fucking, it takes two to tangle. You know, like, uh, if you keep revenging, you know, there's two coffins. Shit, you know, you don't, I don't know. Man. What, what is the revenge one? If you... What 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 does Gandhi says, Dan? If you keep if you poke somebody's eye out because they poked your eye, then everyone would be blind. You know, something like that. And that's the end of that thought. Car thoughts, thoughts in the car, and the thoughts, car thoughts. Look, bro, I got some car thoughts, and they're gonna go in your ears, and in your brain, and you're gonna materialize thoughts. And hopefully in your car. So I recorded uh, some car thoughts a while back that got deleted because I'm stupid. I didn't. Re so I have a whole fucking rant and it's gone, gone forever. Not in the ether. It just doesn't exist. So uh, I was listening to this. Um, so I'm gonna re kind of try to re recreate it. I was listening to this um, podcast uh, about this cop. And uh, he was uh, being interviewed by Dave Rubin. I forgot his fucking name. It's been a while. And uh, it just took me a while to get back to this. So this cop, he's a Republican or conservative. And he's talking to uh, Dave Rubin. And um, 
he, he's talking about his side of things because you know like nowadays we're like anti-cops and shit like that the year 2019 everybody hates police they don't respect them or anything some people do but most people don't at least in the media and the reason for this is because of all the shootings and such now there's not a lot of shootings in fact there's less it's just that it's more um more thrown out more um it's more in the media when when someone gets shot so back then lots of people getting shot by cops for nefarious things now not so much because they're being recorded but because people are getting recorded a lot and there's like you know 350 million people you're gonna see more instances of it as opposed to before it was a lot of it but not much recorded and now it's all recorded and now you're seeing a bunch of videos but that's like a small minority and that's where this police guy comes from that point of view and um, he's, he's trying to explain his side of things in which when they roll up on a car to inspect it for some random thing say broken tail light or some shit that that could be the last time they do that because you know some guy can randomly shoot them and he is correct in that aspect. Uh, I asked the question, we should redefine what a policeman is. Protect and serve, that kind of bullshit. Like, it should be a thing in which when you sign on, you're signing on to die. Like, if you survive, that's a good deal. But if you die, that's just the name of the game. Now, I think they do... They do, uh, to some extent, think like that, but not really. Because if they're thinking, well, I'm going to go into this and I might die, they're not going into it as in, um, I might die and um, because it's a bad guy. They're going into it, I'm going to survive this shit. That's what's going to happen. And I might die, but I'm going to survive this shit. And I think that's where the thoughts don't get nuanced. That's where it gets kind of confusing. Because if you're going in and the mentality of I might die, but I'm going to be the one living, that means you're going to kill this person. I mean, I'm not the guy to figure this out, but I always thought, like, you'd rather die than kill someone, right? I mean, if you're going to sign on for that kind of thing. Like, why, why the fuck would you want to do that? Well, that's why I think our cops should be redefined in that way. Because if you're going with the mentality of, I'm going to go up on this car, and if they try to shoot me or do anything towards me that looks like they're going to kill me, I'm going to live. So I'm going to kill this person. I think that would reduce a lot of instances of, um, of police shooting people. Because it seems like they're ready to kill you most times. So you better respect their authority. And, but you can't respect the person who's about to kill you. It's kind of a hard thing. I mean, and it, there's like no training on the populace to be like, hey, when someone's shouting at you with orders, you better clearly calm down and listen to what they're saying. There's, that's not a thing that we should be training or do. It, it's the, the police that should be training for this. They should be training for how to talk to a person, you know? Maybe they do, but I don't feel it. Every time I ran into a cop, it wasn't like... And I'm like, I'm not like some kind of a victim or something like that. It's just that they're just fucking to the point And they're not talking to you like a human being. 
They're talking to you like they're better than you, you know? Because I don't talk to somebody, get out your wallet, get your ID out, sir, put your hands, you know what? I mean, like, you don't talk to people like that. Hey, I want a donut. Here's my money. You know, I, I mean, like, I don't think anyone really talks to each other like that. They are just people, so they shouldn't talk to you in a certain kind of way, you know? It, sh- it should be like a common kind of thing, you know? And, um, I mean, the mentality of just fucking just break through it. I mean, like, if, I don't know, in a perfect world, it'd be nice if all police were like that. But they're not. Not all of them. And uh, that's just the way it is. And, like, that's just the, the name of the game, you know? But maybe we should redefine these these roles these cops have, you know? I mean, I think maybe then they can earn respect again. Because right now they're not really respected, you know? And, like, and for good reason. Because nine times out of ten, when you're getting pulled over by a cop, it's some bullshit, you know? They, they, they are deciding to pull you over some, for some stupid shit, you know? You're not, unless you're, like, raping a kid or fucking killing somebody, you know, they're not really enforcing anything really hardcore. They're just, like, creating a system of oppression, really. Right? Oh, yeah, you're speeding, so here, here, you can get a ticket. I wasn't speeding. Well, it's my word versus yours, and I'm going to win. And that's the way it is. Or I, you didn't signal for your lane change, you get lane change, you're going to get a ticket. And that's just the way it is. I mean, it's a one-sided thing. When a cop says something, it's one-sided. And we're, we're giving these people that power. And, like, should they have that power? Maybe that should be a bit of a debate. We got the recordings now. So maybe that's a good thing. So that's, that's a good thing. I don't know. But I, I don't know about, like, the forcing of respect. Like, you better respect me, you know, because I'm wearing this uniform. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that could be a thing. I should be a little bit more disgust, don't you think? But, um, yeah, but, okay, so they choked this dude out for cigarettes. So this guy, overweight dude, has cigarettes. His name's Eric Gardner. He's got some cigarettes. He's selling cigarettes, right? That is what he's doing. In one instance, he's selling cigarettes, and uh, so the cops, like, go take it upon themselves, to, you know, to get after him. He is breaking the law, so they, they decide to come after him. Alright, so, he, he doesn't like it, and he kind of talks shit to him, and then decide to arrest him. So, at this point, he resists arrest. And so they do this chokehold to him, which is illegal, and he dies. And the reason why the cops get away with it is because either, even though they did an illegal chokehold to, to bring this huge fucking guy down, instead of shooting him, it's because he died of a heart attack, so he was out of shape. So they made it, like, his fault. <laughs> so you played this, this, this tree of woe. You know, you got, well... If they didn't choke him, he wouldn't have a heart attack. Well, if he was wasn't out of shape, he wouldn't have been in. You know, he wouldn't have died from the chokehold. But the chokehold's illegal. Well, maybe if he hadn't put himself in that position, see, they victim blame this guy, and he's dead. I mean, that's that's the truth of it all. I mean, in one instance, you have two cops that are alive and one guy dead over a pack of cigarettes, and. It's his fault because he's out of shape. It's his fault because he was selling cigarettes. And that that's the that's the cold hard truth of it, you know? 
I don't like it at all. I think that, hey, fuck him. He's selling cigarettes. Fuck it. Like, what, do you, what is this cop going to do? He's going to stop him. And if he doesn't stop him, there'll be tons of people selling cigarettes all over the street. It's up to you to save the world. <laughs> I mean, like, really? This was a power trip. Don't, don't get it twisted. There's no reason to stop this guy for selling cigarettes. Because he didn't respect your authority. You didn't have to. I mean, like, shit, dude. There's no way you could crack this down to, yeah, yeah, totally. They were in the right. You know, because if, if they let this shit go away, what else are they going to let go away? No, bitch. I mean, I, I get it if he was beating some girl. Yeah, that's noble. Choke him to death. But he's just selling cigarettes. That's it. That's all he was doing. And you guys choked him to death. And this cop, this conservative cop, is trying to justify it because he's like, he was out of shape. That's why he got away with it. I I see you. I see you, big dog. Yeah, that's what he did. He was selling cigarettes. He shouldn't have been doing that. It shouldn't have choked him. It shouldn't have harassed him. I mean, like, fuck, there has to be a system in place where, well, fuck, what, what do we do? It's a misdemeanor. It's not a felony to sell cigarettes. And if it is, that's a, that's a fucking bag of work. What the fuck? Selling other people's cigarettes? That should be, how is that a felony? You know, that's stupid. Cigarettes shouldn't be that important. You know? So he's making a quick buck off of some cigarettes. Yeah, I, I get it. It's illegal. It's like speeding. But, like, you shouldn't be dying for fucking misdemeanors. And so, so what if he was like arresting, uh, arresting, resisting arrest? He's resisting arrest because he doesn't understand the concept of what he was doing was so wrong. Because he's right, it isn't that bad. Added to the fact that he's black, you know, I mean, like he's probably been harassed quite a bit. You know, of course, for doing like little stupid shit like that, like a child. You know, I, I man, my kid does that all the time. It's not he does like little bad things here and there, but I don't I don't I don't give him capital punishment, you know, I'm gonna choke him out and shit. And he's gonna resist arrest, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but like is it for me to like start choke holding him just because he doesn't understand these small little things? I don't know. I, I, I don't think that that that's the move to choke someone to death, you know? Or to calm him down by choking him. Yeah, those those those, those cops are, should be criminals. I mean, if homeboy didn't die, we could have a different debate. But the guy died. I mean, that's that's it. You killed a man over cigarettes, and for what? Well, what, 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 what's the end goal here? Say you let him go, he's alive. You are not under the fucking eyeglass of America. What? Like you? you oh, because you did that. Now no one's gonna respect you around that hood. They might respect you more because you're not about petty crime. You know, you're about real crime. Like murder, thievery, shit like that. You could say, yeah, he's stealing. He's stealing from what? He's, he bought them cigarettes so he could sell them. Fuck it. You know, that's a misdemeanor. I get it. Who cares? Like, who, who really fucking cares? Oh, you're protecting the, uh, the rich people, the cigarette companies who are killing people? What the fuck? There's a... There's so many holes in your ideology for fucking killing this guy. I mean, this is old news and dead horse and shit, but it just mind blows me. Like, hardcore, full-on, grabbing my balls, mind blow. Where you think that's a good thing. That's okay. Yeah, dude, because if you not, if you didn't fucking chokehold him, or you didn't, if he didn't resent, if you victim blamed him. He didn't resent. If she didn't wear them clothes, I wanted to put my dick in her. You know, like, that kind of bullshit. Same thing. Guy selling cigarettes. Oh, if he hadn't sold cigarettes, I wanted to choke him to death. 
But he didn't die. He, uh, his heart was bad. He's out of shape. So that's why he died. Okay. Same thing. And she wore them clothes. She wouldn't have been penetrated if she worked out more. <laughs> She'd be able to fight me off more. I mean, seriously. That's what they fucking did. <laughs> I mean, like, in one instance, you know, you got a guy selling cigarettes. In another instance, you got this chick who's wearing a dress. Okay. Let's say an illegal dress. It has, like, swastikas and says kill, kill the president or some bullshit like that. <laughs> That's why they did what they did. It never... One, one bad thing does not justify another bad thing. I'm just saying. So, I mean... Them killing that fucking guy and getting away with it is fucked up. And to defend this shit in this way is retarded. <laughs> it's like... It's like, okay... I mean, like, seriously. All you gotta do is do some Ben Shapiro logic. Which he doesn't. He actually... Ben Shapiro goes... Uh, because he's a Republican or conservative, he has to go full bore on his concept of, you know, support the police and everything. He's not objective. He really isn't. I, I do like the intellectual pursuits and arguing, but he does this logic train all the time. But just follow the logic train for the human being's life. Check it. He's selling the cigarettes, right? You try to arrest him. He fucking resists. Fucking call more people or say, let him go. What happens? If, say you let him go. He keeps doing it. Okay. Oh, okay. He keeps doing it. What, what, what's wrong? Okay. He, uh, the, the cigarette company's losing money. No, no, no one gives a shit. Honestly, them losing money equals people, it's okay for people to die. All right, all right. So that's not, that's not an option. They'll lose respect for those cops. Uh, they, they'll lose respect, huh? Killing a guy over cigarettes. That's not losing respect. But letting this guy go, that they'll lose respect. I mean, they'll embolden criminals to do more shit. Like set, sell a six-pack of beer. Get the fuck out of here with that. So what, what happens when you let this guy go? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. He lives. And it's not a story. We already know how it plays out when you kill this fucking guy over cigarettes. I mean, like, I could tell you right now... Without a shadow of a doubt, some dude selling a six-pack of beer and a cop is trying to harass this dude for a misdemeanor and then he kills him, I can guarantee that's not going to go too well. But if he lets him go, who's the wiser? Who gives a shit? People get caught up in these systems of thoughts and patterns, you know? Well, I got to defend this light bulb. What, what do you mean you got to defend this light bulb? Oh, the, the, the man told me to do it, so I got to do it. So you spend your whole life defending a light bulb, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I have to do. That's, uh, why? Because I have to. I was told to. You know, that, that that's where we're at. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a crime. It's bad. Got to get him. But, I mean, it's like you're not really thinking about the whole spectrum of humanity and the whole spectrum of law, laws and bad things that are happening. Uh, person getting raped, that's pretty bad. Person getting murdered, that's pretty shitty too. Getting beat up, that's pretty fucked up. Selling cigarettes, is that the same fucking breath? Should you be killed for that? I and people, They don't even kill rapists. You could be raping 250 people with Rohypnol. And be like a comedian. And you're not going to die. Fuck, you telling me this guy sells sick? And two instances, I'm talking about one black guy rapes a bunch of people, doesn't die, goes to jail. 
That's about it. People still think he didn't do it. Whatever. Cigarette dude, nothing happens. He, he sells cigarettes. It's not that bad. And they kill him. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm beating a dead horse. I'm just saying... This conservative cop, it's it's good to see black people be conservative. It kind of changes the things. But sometimes people get caught up on these teams and they don't they lack nuance. Even if they say they're understanding and they what are you doing, guy? Stupid. Like they, they understand things and they like to have a conversation. It's just another way of intellectually enforcing what you think is right. Which I think is better than just shouting, honestly. I'd rather have you be intellectual about it and pull up stats and shit, even though you're wrong. And then push that, that side of the story. But at the same time, I mean, it's not. It's better than fucking having someone shout at you. At least you gotta be more cordial. Try to break ideas. Alright, well that's it for that card thought, really. So, if you haven't figured it out, I'm pro-police. <laughs> Laters. Car thoughts, motherfucking thoughts in the car. Car thoughts. Hey, everybody. So, I was um, revisiting Star Wars 8 two years later, and um, I re listened to my podcast on that labeled Troll Wars. I'm gonna have to relabel that because I was looking for the Star Wars 8 review but I couldn't find it but it's Troll Wars if I haven't review, uh, relabeled it yet anyways let's uh, let's get into it um, it's not like I watched it recently actually I did watch it recently but uh, not like today or yesterday and uh, I was I thought I thought that if time would pass I would think this movie was even better I'm wrong. Sorely wrong. I feel worse about that movie than I did before. And I kind of called it. I kind of did it. I mean, I maybe I, it's amazing that I was so optimistic after that movie. Star Wars 8, I came out of that theater. I was like, man, that was a pretty good movie. But then as I thought about it, I was like, I, I disliked it more and more. And as I got older, I disliked it even more. It's, it's a crazy thing. Um... If you, if you haven't uh, seen the movie, just to, uh, stop listening to this and uh, go watch it. So you have a good baseline. If you don't care about me spoiling it, so be it. So I'm just going to revisit some thoughts on it. Star Wars 8, in a nutshell, is basically the, the rebels, the good guys, are fighting the bad guys in the beginning. Uh, they do some things where... They take some chances like they do because they're rebels. And they, they get a good payoff. They kill out. Kill out. They kill like... They destroy one of the, the, the big, big badass ships that they have. And then they... It's equivalent to the Death Star kind of thing. They take that fucker out. And then they fly away. And somehow... Through some plot device... The bad guys have a way of tracking them. And that is the movie. They are fucking right behind them. Shooting them. And waiting for them to run out of gas so they could destroy them. So this is it. The rebels are on the run, facing extinction. At the same time, the story splits into two things. Ray, who is already talking to Luke, and Finn, who is trying to uh, 
find a way to hack the ship by going away from all of this, doing their own thing, having a crazy adventure to try to find a way to hack the ship from finding the rebels when they run away. Whatever. So, and that and, and that's just stupid. Like, it's a stupid set. Because they, like, wherever they warp to, they can follow. I mean, warp to an asteroid field or outside an asteroid field and fucking lose them there or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it just didn't seem like a thing to do. So, so they, um, and there was a group of ships. Why couldn't they just split up? I don't know why they all had to be together. Regardless. There's a bunch of little subplots going on, and, um, they're not very good. Uh, they do this thing where Ray. so the first movie's a build-up to find Luke. The second movie, they found Luke, or they actually found Luke in the first movie, Luke Skywalker. And so Ray finds Luke Skywalker, and she's about to begin her training. They pull this thing, what I now learned is, well, not now, learned later is called subversion, where... The fans or people watching the movie, the viewer, expects one thing and it goes another. A lot of movies do this with success. This movie fails miserably. Subversion really works when it it goes one direction and then it goes a different direction, but in a way where you're entertained by this different direction, i.e. the bad guy is about to, to lose and then he wins. Now that's that's bad. Or, the better example would be, as the good guy's about to lose, he wins. That's subversion. It looks like they're painting a picture for the good guys to lose, because you are, like, presumably the good guy, you know, and you're rooting for that, and then there you go, he wins. Now, if you're rooting for bad guys, I mean, that would be your subversion, and that'd be a good thing, depending on what kind of movie you're making. Uh, another way of subversion would be... Um, the main character can't figure it out and it looks like all hope is lost and then he figures it out that's subversion and if it's done well you really do believe he's not going to do the very thing that he says he can't do you know so they do they do this a lot and i call it trolling back then and it is basically it is trolling so luke skywalker they built up a whole movie about him how badass he is three movies of him being a legend and what does he do nothing that's your subversion rather than being awesome he becomes the opposite of awesome and how is that a good thing <laughs> you subverted the audience yes you subverted them into nothing it's like the hero is doing good things and then he rapes a kid that's subversion yeah you didn't see the hero doing that is that good writing no it isn't it's stupid you know it just it tramples on everything the character is you know, it, it only works in a good way, you know, but when you go the opposite way towards a bad way, it just doesn't work too well. You know, the main character is about to kill the bad guy and he trips and falls and lightsabers his own head. End of the movie. I mean, that's not a good way of subversion, you know, and they, this movie does quite a bit. You built up Luke Skywalker, fucking legend for 30 years. And what does he do? What does he fucking do? Not a goddamn thing. Not a fucking thing. Even the things he does, nothing, worthless. You know, the whole movie is building up reasons how how the movie sucks. It just does. For instance, Finn, not Finn, Poe, hotshot pilot, he learns lessons in this. Hashtag lessons. 
but there, it's kind of like a, a convoluted plot. See, in the beginning, he goes and takes it upon himself to uh, bomb this 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 destroyer of ships, right? And with great sacrifice, he gets it done. Later on, he learns if he hadn't done that, he could have saved the entire uh, rebel force. A lot, like 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 he be, due to his action without listening to the other people. He, he ended up fucking everybody else. So the end of his arc is when 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 they're stuck on this one planet and um, Luke Skywalker seems to be in trouble. He, instead of doing what he's been doing up to this point, helping out against all odds, he decides, no, this is it. We're going to retreat. So he learns to be, you know, not a coward, but just to, to retreat, which I guess it works for what you've written. But it, it, it doesn't make sense with rebels because a greater force versus a rebel force. So you got this tyrannical group. The whole fucking thing is Star Wars. You got a tyrannical group of like the, the New Order or the Empire, if you want to call them. And you have this small group of people. It'd be smart to run away, but instead they fight. Poe is an extension of that. But because he's learning hashtag lessons, he can't like fucking... I don't know. For some reason, they have to teach him a lesson on how not to sacrifice, yet people are sacrificing all the time. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. You know? I don't know. It's, it's fucking retarded. <laughs> Anyways, so you built up Luke Skywalker. He teaches three lessons, but not really. He teaches two lessons to Rey. And um, they didn't really go deep in it. And he doesn't... He gives a... He gives a reason what the Force is. So be it. I give you that. His second reason is why the Jedi should die. And it's not even good enough. He said his explanation is the reason the Jedi should die is because the Sith were able to take control anyways. Uh, and then they killed the, the Jedi. And then the Jedi come back and the new, new Order. I don't know how this equates Jedi must die. It's basically he just reasoned when bad guys come good guys come and it gets worse not really not not really because in your life when a bad thing happens do you just give up no you try to fight against it you know and then you have your wins and you have your losses that is life good happens bad happens good happens bad happens you don't just give up his idea the jedi sith that's a thing that's gonna be forever so sith come jedi come sith come jedi come that, that's just the way it is. But his re- rationale, the Jedi must die to stop this cycle. So you just let the Sith win. And the bad guys win. Forever. That's the way to go. That's a smart move. I guess. I mean, since the Force exists, eventually the dark side of the Force... What the fuck? That's stupid. That's stupid logic. You know? And then, okay, okay, alright. So he, he gives the two lessons. And then... His second lesson, which is the big reveal, Jedi must die, right? At the very fucking end of the movie, Jedi come back. A new hope. You know, I mean... What the fuck was the point in the other part? If you're going to say something, go with it. If not, don't. I mean, what a weird thing to do. So you got... You got the ending, like, in the court, I don't know why, but they can't have lightsaber battles. The very crux of Star Wars is lightsaber battles. I mean, like, if you watch Star Wars, well, as a kid, I mean, you're just waiting for this fucking thing to go down. You wanted them to fight with the lightsaber. It was, like, the coolest fucking thing. Shit, 
in all the fucking games, what are you mostly doing? You're getting a lightsaber and you're fucking shit up. You know, yeah, there's some flying, there's some Star Warsing, but most times you want to use the Force and you want to use your lightsaber. It's a power fantasy. But for some reason, they can't fucking get it right in this movie. The first movie did it pretty good. The the re- well, the first movie, the third it first movie of the third trilogy, uh, the Force Awakens. They did it right. There's some good sword fighting. You know, it's it's just raw. You know, it's it's a it, you know it's giving you a taste. The second movie should have been a lot better. It wasn't. It was fucking god awful. I mean, just watch that fight and then watch like a movie ten years ago from it. Uh, the Sith, what is it? Revenge of the Sith or Star Wars 2. There's a lot of good sword fighting going on there. And this one, it's just retarded, dude. This like, doesn't make any sense at all. This is like people waving their swords around. It's as if fucking third graders grabbed, grabbed a bunch of sticks and just started waving them around and shit. And it just so happens the people you want winning win, you know? Uh, they do this subvert thing where they built up Snoke as this huge bad guy real powerful and they end up killing him really quick i guess you can go with that if they didn't have all these other subversions you know of what's going to happen the jedi should die so you should be rooting for the jedi but you go the jedi must die and then at the very end it's not a subversion i don't even think it's a subversion i think it's just bad writing the jedi come back you know in the form of ray and she's the most powerful jedi of them all you know for no apparent reason because she comes from nothing yeah, I mean, they spent all this time making her a badass in the first movie, and she is literally a badass in the second movie, but they don't, they then fuck it all up by saying her parents are from nobody. So she's just nobody. Just so happens to be really good with the Force. No explanation. Jesus, they explain, they explain metachlorines and shit. How come they can't explain why she's so good? You know, I get it. They're probably going to rechange... Man, they made, they wasted time with the Star Wars 8. Because Star Wars 9 seems like uh, a return to form. Like, they're going to re-explain a bunch of shit and then fix all the little loopholes here and there. Make make Rey come from something. As opposed to nothing. And I, I don't mind her coming from nothing, but... Like, give flashbacks on why she's so powerful, you know? It's her... her um, her hate that makes her powerful. It's her love that makes her powerful. It makes something that makes her powerful. There's nothing. She's just powerful. It's not. It's. It, it, they. They have not written anything to demonstrate why she has any kind of passion at all. Her fucking heroes all suck too. At the very end of the movie, Luke Skywalker comes to comes to uh, the planet via an apparition. You know, some new thing that they did, and um, it's a thing in which. You know, you think, oh man, Luke Skywalker could finally fight. Nope. Subversion. He doesn't fight. He ends up just dodging a bunch of fucking things. It turns out he's not even there. So you've been waiting for Luke Skywalker, this fucking legend, to do something. And he does nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. I mean, even Yoda fought. You couldn't get Luke Skywalker to fight? That That's what people were waiting for, you know, from the beginning. And he took that away. Ryan Johnson's a fucking idiot. He really is. I mean, he was given a um, he was given a property that's gonna succeed on its own. It didn't matter if he was there or not. But instead of trying to just you know work the story or just make it basic, he had to subvert the audience and make it as woke as possible. So when it does suck, you could say, well, you just don't like women in power because there's strong female characters, which there were in the other 
movies, but that's beside the point. This movie's special because it's the first. Not really. There's nothing different from the female empowerment from this movie than all the other movies. But it just so happens this one, we're going to say the reason we hate it is because of the female power and the Asian lady. So they added an Asian lady. I mean, get the fuck out of here with that, you know? All the other movies added all their fucking diversity in the world, and they were good. This movie adds nothing new, and except for maybe the Asian lady, if you want to go that distance. But that's not the reason people hate it. But that's why Ryan did that. So he can then say, oh, yeah, you're obviously a racist. Obviously, you don't like uh, fucking women or some shit like that, you know, and you, you nerd hate and do, 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 do. hey, your movie sucks, dude, it just does, don't blame the fucking nerds, and the critics, I'm confused, because a lot of critics are like, this is a good movie, now it's getting to a point where critics are just lying to themselves, how in what world is this a good fucking movie, you know, and then there's like, not enough, not enough action, there's action in the beginning of the movie, good, and that's it. All the other actions is kind of like convoluted and, and boring. It really is. So there's a there's a scene where they're on a planet and they're running away on these weird horse things. And they have to free horses from slavery because the rich just get richer. It's like, what is what are you doing? Star Wars is a fantasy world in which a bunch of shit's going on. A lot of cool stories. But it's not an allegory for anything. But no, we're going to have to make Star Wars fucking... A, an allegory for some random fucking thing that isn't a thing, you know? Oh, the rich get richer over war. Oh, okay, but, I mean, that's reality. Why am I watching this in a movie where I'm trying to avoid reality? There's there's a part where Finn's about to die, and uh, it's like the only thing he contributes to the movie. In the first movie, he's doing shit. You know, in this movie, he's just riding along with his plucky Asian engineer friend who somehow falls in love with them for no apparent reason. And um, he goes to sacrifice himself to destroy this one thing that could destroy a gate and um, th that's protecting the rebels. And she stops him and then she says, the only way we're going to win this war is if we survive. And then she kisses him because that was leading up to that, right? And that just confuses him. He's like, I don't even know how that went to, to be. If if Finn were to kiss Ray, because he liked her, he obviously likes her, and she obviously likes him, and he kisses her, it would have been weird. It would have been a thing like, oh, he's sexually harassing her, or some bullshit like that. But she gets away with it because she's the plucky Asian lady, and if you don't like it, you're either racist or sexist. And that's the way it's going to be. Uh, what other parts of the movie I, I just like? You know, and then, like, I remember listening to my own review. And I really came up with some good shit, though, when it comes to, like, the fight. I was like, if they were to fight Luke Skywalker and Rey, which was the build-up to the movie, but they subverted that by not making it a fight, it would have been cool if they fought each other and intercut flashbacks of them training together and the fight mimicked each other from past and present. And that would have been cool. And you could have still had killed Luke off if you wanted to. It would have been cool if when they started, they had these walkers and a spaceship. And they're going to kill, this is the exterminate all of the rebels. This is like the worst case scenario. The rebels are holed up in a cave and uh, there's a there's a big wall and it's a final showdown, right? 
And the only person stopping the bad guys from getting to the rebels is Luke Skywalker standing there, lone survivor. And um, he goes to. What the fuck is happening here? Someone's learning to drive, I guess. Just as they go to shoot. So in Star Wars 7, they introduced a, a gimmick in which uh, uh, Ben Solo is able to fucking hold a, a, a beam of energy. So if you shot a laser at him, he could hold it in place. He's that powerful. See, Darth Vader did something similar where he just kind of negated the damage in Empire Strikes Back. Ben Solo took it to the next level by holding it in place, which was pretty bomb. Where did he learn that? It would have been cool if Luke then demonstrated how he learned that. Uh, they go, the walkers who are very powerful shoot their lasers and he holds the lasers in place. And then, you know, with his lightsaber, because lightsabers deflect lasers, because they do that in all the fucking movies, he hits the, the huge lasers back at him, destroying the walkers. You can still have a fucking powerful force and then still there and then like he say he only took out a couple of walkers. You can still have a fucking devastating force still there. But it would just demonstrate how awesome he is. Give him his like go out on his shield moment, you know? And then have Ben Solo say, fuck it, I'm gonna take him on myself, and then they fucking throw down. Something like that. Another thing I, I can't get over the fact that their their whole buildup is the subversion of the Jedi must die, and then at the very end, you subvert the Jedi will live. Get the fuck out, out of here. Because everyone's using the Force at the end. Even a little slave kid who they randomly introduced. They introduced some fucking thief guy, Benicio Del Toro. He doesn't do anything. All he does is betray people. Ben and the plucky engineer Rose, they go to a planet. They don't accomplish anything because they get betrayed by... Benicio del Toro. There's a there's a buildup between Finn and this Chrome lady, Captain Phantasm, or whatever, Fatima, and she's a good actor. This chick that plays this character, and they go to fight, and it's not a fight. Nothing happens. Just a bunch of nothing happening. You just built up shit, and nothing happens. Your subversion sucks, dude. You can't. You just can't have a movie building up to something, and nothing happens. Batman and Joker about to fight at the very end. They decide to play chess instead. They don't fight. At all. You know, Batman's about to fight the main villain. He doesn't fight. No, doesn't at all. Superman is about to punch the, the most powerful fucking being on Earth. And he doesn't do it at all. He ends up getting shivved in the back. By some knife. Or some shit like that. Just, I mean, you don't... That's such a stupid way of subverting things, you know? It would have been cool. Like, like Iron Man 3 does a lot of subversion. And I thought it was good. A lot of people hated it. I, I liked it. Like, you think Iron Man's the one to take out Killian? No, it's his girlfriend. And it makes sense. Because she has that shit going through her veins. That's some good subversion. It would have been dumb if he just, like, fainted and died. That's bad subversion right there. I think the most ballsy subversion plot thing ever was when uh, the in Iron Man 3 was when the Mandarin turned out to be some fucking sniveling alcoholic junkie guy and uh, turns out he's not the Mandarin it's actually some other guy I thought that was pretty good it was real brave of them to do that 
but people didn't like that. They, they, but yeah, people were totally okay with Star Wars because they were subverted in a different way. Because the fans were expecting one thing, and you fucked them. You fucked them hard. Other people who aren't fans, they just kind of just watch Star Wars, you know, flippantly. They don't know what's up, so they're just like, oh, this this is an okay movie. But a, a Star Wars fan who's like waiting for Luke Skywalker to do some shit, or uh, see Rey do some shit, they, and you do see Rey do some kind of thing, but you gotta remember, there's like three other fucking movies of Star There's six other movies. There's seven other movies of badass lightsaber battles and Jedi kicking ass, and you don't get it in this movie. So basically, I'm just going to end this with Star Wars 8 still sucks. I gave it a 4. I'm giving it, giving it, giving it. I'm giving it a 1. Because you just totally fundamentally fucked all of Star Wars. And you didn't make it a good movie. And you wasted time with unnecessary drama. Which I'm down for drama. But it has to lead to somewhere. So that's my final thought. Well, that's it for this podcast. Got some car thoughts, we had some intro, you know, same old, same old. But one thing I wanted to bring up before I ended the podcast was I was listening to this one podcast in which this one guy, um, let me see what if I can find his name. Give me a second. It is Pete Dominic. Uh, Pete Dominic's some kind of a comedian of some sort. And, um, I guess he got fired from his one TV show. And, um, he's hardcore liberal. Like, he's, he's democratic. He's, he's on the far left. He plays under the guise of intellectual. But he's, he's like the Ben Shapiro of the left. How Ben says, yeah, 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 I like to listen to the other side, all that good stuff. In reality, no, he doesn't. Maybe at one time. Same thing with this guy. He seems like at one time, maybe he was listening, but he's all out. Because, like, as the Joe Rogan interviews him and starts asking him questions about his position, all it sounds like is a bunch of contradictions. For instance, good example was um, killing people, right? So, he goes, yeah, if you rape somebody, there's no help in you, and... Uh, like rape, like raping kids or some shit like that. And he goes, but I don't think the state should be allowed to kill them. So we should put them in a jail and they'll never go be free. And then Joe counters with, well, that's the same kind of thing, except now they just die slowly as opposed to quickly. And there was no counter to that. He just kept on going with that. He goes, yeah, but the state shouldn't have that power to put people in jail or some shit like that, right? Whatever on that. Then immediately goes into guns and says, the government should come in and take them guns. <laughs> so in one instance, it's okay for the government to, I guess, put people in jail. But no, no it isn't. They shouldn't put people in jail. They shouldn't be allowed to kill. But yet they're allowed to take your guns. I mean, this guy was like just bereft with um, contradictions. And that is your hardcore left. If I can, if, once I find a... Ben Shapiro type character, I'll go that direction too. But that's what he was. He was like a, a left version of the Ben Shapiro, where he sounds kind of intellectual, but not really, and uh, just pushes really hard for whatever political agenda he's on. The guy truly believes his shit, though. That's what it kind of sounds like. And like, Joe points out a couple things that I, I find 
dear to the heart is we got to invent something or figure something out you know for climate change the other guy's like no we should give her to cars we should do this we do something and that's just an unrealistic thing you know especially in america you know it's like america's doing pretty good in comparison to the rest of the world when it comes to looking out for the climate but what are we gonna do go to war that his kind of talk and rhetoric will actually get people to start a war with another country say that we get rid of shit and we're just our lives are just miserable yeah we're gonna fight a war you if we, we can't have technology you can't either like the, a guy like him is the equivalent to a, a person on the right inciting some kind of a militia see on the right they talk about guns and all that you can't take our guns away blah 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 and then you got this white nationalist kind of way of thinking, you know, like, oh, we got to we got to rise up Civil War style. But people like this is 12 monkey style. The guys who are like, we need to save the earth and all that good stuff. They're they're militant, too. They're white nationalists, too. But in a different way, they want to kill people itself. They want to get rid of people altogether. They're the ones who will find some kind of a disease to wipe us all out or start some nuclear war to kill us all off or some stupid thing thinking you know that guy's all the way left you know I, I'm, I'm still listening to the podcast i don't know if they go into transgender i kind of hope they do see where he stands i'm kind of feeling that he he's pro pro that you know well i mean like pro in the sense of if you have a three-year-old and the three-year-old thinks he's a she go ahead and give him hormones you know drugs uh well it's just a weird way of thinking, a bunch of contradictions. At least with the right, you have people trying to intellectualize why they're right, which is still wrong. This guy, he's not trying to intellectualize it. He's just shouting from the heavens. I don't think protesting helps. He goes, yeah, this protesting thing's working for climate change. I don't think that's going to help not one bit. Maybe inventing something will. I mean, if we can make water out of oxygen out of water and get CO2 out of the atmosphere in a submarine, and I think we can invent something for the entire world if we just really put our minds to it. As opposed to arguing and quibbling about technology. Oh, this is bad. We need to get rid of this technology. That's going backwards. We need to move forwards. Forwards is tapping the power of the sun, colonizing Mars, going to the outer reaches of the galaxy. That's forward. Backwards is instead of on this country, let's go back to little huts, you know. Imagine if we all, like Christopher Columbus is like, I'm trying to push forward to another world. We just say, nah, let's just stay here. And then we're just stuck on that one continent fighting war after war, not knowing that our earth is round. You know, there's a whole universe out there. There's a whole reality out there that we have just an inkling of what it is. And I think that that's what we need to do is discover that kind of stuff, not following the same I don't know, archaic way of thinking. We need to get rid of this, get rid of that, get rid of this. No, invent something. Well, anyways, as always, be the better person than you were yesterday. And always try to be better. Strive to be better. Try to move forward, not backwards. Stop trying to take away things. Try to give things. Try to figure things out. And always, stay frosty. Devil and the devil is free.